I'm Katie. And I'm Alex. And in today's episode, we're going to go through the first three episodes of Overlord. And this time, we don't really need a spoilers warning because there's not much of a storyline anyway. (laughs) Okay, wow, you're ripping into it already. Uh, This uh, doesn't feel like it's going to go down well, huh? (laughs) It is the first three episodes, so not much has actually happened, in my view anyway. And for Overlord, I decided to switch things up a little bit. I actually watched the dub version instead. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I personally haven't watched the dub, so I won't say anything about its quality. However, just based on like the content of the title and some of the like terms and words used, I think you probably might even need subtitles if we were watching it in English. <laughs> yeah, the downside to that is that with English, there's actually no subtitles. So I might be butchering some of the names here, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> All right. So the setting of the story is in an RPG world, also known as a role-playing game, and it has an expansive world map and a high degree of player freedom. Mm-hmm. The anime starts off with a fight scene, which was ultimately ended by this OP character that looks like a skeleton king. And he is the main character. And I know this because I was Googling the cover of this anime in the last episode. So I know that he is our guy. He is apparently very geared up from what I see and is super powerful. I'm assuming that he's invested all his time into the game and a lot of money uh, into the game and maybe spends all his time grinding and leveling up and upgrading skins and everything. (laughs) You're correct there, uh, but there are some other reasons that don't get explained. I'm not too sure ever in the anime, but in the light novel or the manga, they do kind of explain some other reasons as to why he's so focused on this one game and he spends so much time and effort. But... Then saying, once again, you're correct, you hit the nail on the head. It's just a bit of a little bit of context, but not really necessary. You know what I mean? I see, I see. So the intro music starts playing and no surprises, another head nodding, catchy song with electric guitar and fast drums. This works really well with the anime itself as it fits into the fight scenes really well. So, so far, I don't think any intro song has disappointed me. Mm, Okay. Looks like maybe anime music's your thing. You seem to be liking every opening so far. Now I kind of want to know, um, yeah, what you would dislike. There (laughs) There are some titles that go a bit outside of the lines, you know, color outside or maybe just always outside. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see your reaction to that. (laughs) So back to the anime, we are in the first person view from the player. So you can see that by the little gaming icons, like a toolbar that we see usually when we play the game. So it does make it look like we're viewing the game from the angle of the actual player. At this point, the player's voice, the dubbed voice, it sounds kind of dorky and a little bit older. (laughs) He's non-player voice, so I think there's the player voice um, that he portrays as as the uh, Skeleton King. So yeah. he has like a deeper voice, it's more commanding. And then he has his his thoughts and he uses a different voice uh-huh. as he's mumbling to himself. And he kind of sounds like a dork, like the kind of person that bullies will go for. Because he oh does sound God. really lost. Yeah. Um, okay, I didn't know the English dub sounded so old and dorky. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like, my observation so far 
Uh, I think the Japanese version he sounds maybe like late twenties, early thirties. So our age is that how old you're going for? Or yeah, but he just doesn't sound as cool. He just sounds really lost. That's uh, that's interesting. I wanna now kind of want to listen to the English dub because yeah, I can't imagine the character sounding like that. So yeah, he's sitting at his massive round table, and he has a slime of a friend who calls him Momongo. So now we know that the character's name is Momongo. Momonga? Am I saying that right? I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Momonga, yeah. Momonga, okay. It's a very interesting name because I think it sounds quite cute. <laughs> yeah, it is a cute name. Yeah. And then uh, the slime friend is also very funny because he sounds like another, you know, defeated 40-year-old man who's just so tired and exhausted from his real life. I'm guessing he probably works in a dead-end job and a baby on the way. So he feels really stuck. Uh, And his avatar, being a melting slime, actually looks the part. And it makes me feel like those days, you know, when I come back from work and I'm super tired and all I want to do is just dissolve in the ground and I don't want to move anymore. (laughs) So it's a great, you know, portray of someone who is just so exhausted. Being an adult is is hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, funnily enough, the name for the slime character is Hero Hero. Uh And in Japanese, it actually means to be like, tired or weak or fatigued at the moment so (laughs) yeah the author was definitely going for what you thought about when you saw his character Um, but he does mention that he hasn't logged in for the past two years so he's quite the opposite of escaping from reality he's like full dive into reality taking care of his responsibilities probably does have a kid on the way i don't know but (laughs) yeah about the time you start hating the corporate cage maybe (laughs) yeah pretty much So we find out from our character that today is the last time the server is going to be up. So he wants to stick around and reminisce the good times before the game gets completely closed down. But it looks like he didn't make any friends despite creating a guild because besides the slime friend, no one wants to stick around for the last couple of minutes. So he's just (laughs) by himself. Now, he explains the requirement of joining the guild. The first one being you must use a non-human avatar, which I understand. Mm -hmm. You want to look cool, right? You don't want to look like some puny little human. Uh, But the second requirement is that the player must be a functioning member of the society. I mean, what? I was so confused (laughs) because define functioning. Like you can't be a bum, you can't be homeless. And how do you assess that? Like what, annual income, job status? Okay, yeah. So (laughs) this term uh gets used in japanese a lot more than english i think mm-hmm. i don't really think i've heard it in english but yeah uh you hear it all the time in japanese probably a better way of translating it is it's a bit of a mouthful but it's more like to be a positive contributing member of a like functioning society so it basically means you you're like well-mannered you're not rude you have a job you pay your taxes you don't commit crime so you're not doing anything negative Mm. Uh, contribution-wise to society. Uh, but then, yeah, I don't know I don't know how they're going to screen for that. <laughs> you mentioned it right there. <laughs> they're just like, well, how do they base it off, like, annual income? I'm not too sure. I don't know how they get all that, like, private information about people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, fill out a survey, um, answer these questions. Yeah, yeah, really weird. I'm, I'm not too sure what the point of it 
uh, I don't know, maybe it's to feel more superior? Hard to say. It's, Probably. Uh, it's a pretty weird piece of like flavor text you just put in and then it never pops up again. They never talk about it. Ah, okay. Weird. So then we come across some combat maids, which Momonga was able to command and control. So just again, showing off his powers and his ability in the game. He then walks up to this beautiful lady with a really hard body and the most Latino male name ever. Like <laughs> Alberto? <laughs> oh, no. Alberto. No, no, no. Okay, so yeah, this is why I'm saying you might have needed subtitles. <laughs> You're saying Alberto, yeah, like with yeah. a T. Yeah. Okay, it's it's Alberto with it's with a D Albedo. instead. Alberto. Oh, okay. Yeah. So pretty close to Alberto, which is why once again subtitles might have been necessary for this title. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I would have probably heard Alberto too if I listened to uh, an English dub instead of the Japanese one. But with most of the names in this series, they all have an in-life like link or reference, usually to mythology or something a bit, what's the word, like kind of mystical. And uh-huh. in this case, it's Latin. So Latin's like a dead language. So it's got that kind of like mystic thing behind it mm. but it means whiteness or like white okay and then that reflects in her character because she's predominantly or in a like full white dress that makes sense so we come to learn that she's the highest ranking npc in this world and she supervises the guardians we also learned that this npc was created by one of the guild members and mm-hmm. one of her trait was a biatch. <laughs> so Momonga, being the weirdo that he is, decides to change her bitchy trait and replace it with, she is deeply in love with me. And then he giggles to himself and calls himself a dork. Yeah, super cringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I, you got to give it to him. At least he's kind of self-aware. And he's like, oh my God, so embarrassing. <laughs> but um, oh, that's interesting. Did they actually say bitch in the dub? Yeah, actually bitch. Oh, okay. Because it's a little interesting uh, cultural tidbit for you here about Japanese. Yeah. So they use the word bitch a lot mm. and it's just written or pronounced bitch in Japanese as well. But it translates to something else from what we used to in English. It actually means a loose woman. Oh. Uh, a slang is kind of like slut. So... That's why he gets this whole idea of changing her character from a loose woman that sleeps around Mm -hmm. to a woman that's just deeply in love with one person specifically. Ah, so he's actually making her a better character with that trait. (laughs) More loyal character. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, sleeping around. Doesn't the greater woman at all. But that makes sense because he's making her, like, the opposite of what she is as opposed to, like, oh, she's a bitch, but I'm just going to make her love me because that's how I read it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That does make so much more sense. Yeah, Yeah. and the fact that one of his friends made this character, he's like, why would you put that in? And then he's just, like, messing around and whatnot. So the next part is when he starts to point at different flags or banners and he reads out their player names. Now, this is where the dub part really comes out to shine because (laughs) can you imagine the most white way to read out Japanese names? (laughs) 
oh my gosh, it was hilarious. And I was cracking up, even though I, I'm not even Japanese, right? But the names just sound so funny when he just reads it out in, in its like English way. <laughs> and full disclosure, I actually then went and watched the Japanese version just okay. for this part because I wanted to hear the, the real pronunciation of the names. Yeah. And I was just so surprised because the, the character the, that plays the Japanese version or that dubbed the Japanese version, he just sounds so much more intelligent. Yeah. You could picture a really good looking guy in real life. Very intelligent, very cool and really calm. And he's just like reading out the names. So different from the English version. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's why I was a bit uh, surprised when you said that he was dorky instead. He was I'm dorky. Like, oh, so dorky. Okay. <laughs> Highly recommend you just to watch that part of the English dub version because it's super lols. Okay, yeah, I'll give I'll give it a go. I'll have a look at it later. <laughs> okay. So as the clock ticks over and the server should be closed, he realizes that he is still stuck in the game and mm -hmm. he can no longer see these little icons in his field of view indicating that he's potentially no longer able to control the game. So Alberto starts talking to him and she just seems so desperate for his penis. <laughs> Our main character, Momonga, decides to test out his voice command and he does that by moving his combat maids around and fondling Alberto's breasts as she moans with joy. Oh, for fuck's sake. Why does the writer have to portray girls like that? I mean, it's such an overreaction on her part, but I, I really didn't like that. It's, uh, unfortunately, the saying sex cells exists for a reason. Mm -hmm. So with the recent rise of popularity in anime, I'd personally like to say that those titles have strayed away from the more edgy stuff. However, there are still titles that do it. They don't, they don't focus on that much anymore because uh, I think they have noticed that it's a bit cringe. But for now, it's definitely not a great look for Overlord, I will admit. They do they do use the overreaction as like a comedic element later on in the series. And I think at the moment it's just kinda one establishing that he can do this in a game and right. you know, usually you can't do eighteen plus related stuff in games. <laughs> so he's just It's like a dream come true. Yeah, exactly, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> For some people definitely. But yeah, he's just, you know, testing out the world seeing if he can do this stuff. And then um yeah, her reaction isn't great. Uh, I mean, to be fair, for her, Mawonga is the person that like created her. He is a god. And then he also changed the flavor text so that she's in love with him. So, you know, if you're uh, if you're uh, in love with someone, maybe maybe you do put a little bit of an act in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, he's super godlike. And eventually he experimented with his ability and got all of the NPCs together at the amphitheater. And our main character, Momonga, realizes that he is a highly respectable character here. Mm -hmm. And of course, at this point, he starts questioning, oh, why would I even want to return to the real world? He's got no family, no friends. All he did was work and play games, just as I assumed. <laughs> and I think, yeah, it's definitely a good choice for him to just stay in the game and then figure out what he needs to do next. If you don't have family or friends, I would do that as well. You get to live in a world that's like fantasy-like. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of episode one. And more Japanese rock music to end the show. That was an interesting start. Love the premise of the episode. Uh, so far, so good. All right. So it sounds kind of promising, but then you kind of ripped into it in the beginning. So I'm guessing the next two episodes weren't too great. 
let's um, <laughs> let's get on with what happens next. <laughs> Sounds good. Episode two starts with yet another conversation about breasts. We are introduced to a devil-looking female character who is equally obsessed with Momonga. She and Oboto went into a mad fight, described by onlookers as women issue. Ah, uh, I mean, what is with Japanese uh, fascination with breast size? You know, care to explain, Alex? <laughs> uh, yeah, what is the reason? Kind of hard to find one, isn't it? Uh, hmm. no, yeah, I think isn't it safe to say that fascination about breasts is universal? Not just the Japanese thing, maybe? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't think so. You know, okay. So I'm not defending these characters or characters made in a similar fashion outside of this. I do think, though, for Overlord, the characters kind of do make sense, even though they're overly exaggerated in like certain things. But that's because, you know, their entire personality was created by people who are just into the stuff that these characters are about. So, you know, it does kind of beg the question whether the fact that you have characters in world based off real life people who have these thoughts, you know, that's the problem. Mm, mm, But mm, outside of that, I think most of the NPCs in the game are all like super one-dimensional. Oh, okay. Which makes sense because true, they're all true, just true. created by the gamers and like they're kind of that's like a kind of like a guilty pleasure thing, you know. I made this to like fulfill my fantasy. Mm, so okay, that's why they are the way they okay. are. Okay, at the end of the day, it is a game, and they are just exaggerating the characters within the game. Later, we find out that Lord Momonga is a class 100 magician and cannot wield or equip items that are not specific to his endgame class. And because of that, he doesn't have to eat or sleep or have sex. Gosh, seriously. (laughs) Well, yeah, he has those because he's undead, not because he's like a magician. (laughs) He doesn't need to. If you're undead, you don't need to eat, you don't need to sleep. And yeah, you don't need to have sex. So... Uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like consistent world building. Um, also establishing the fact that he doesn't need like the base physical, like biological level uh, needs satisfied because there there is no need. He's just undead, nice and easy. You don't need to worry about those kind of things. Is what they're basically going for here. Mm, yeah, that he's a changed man. Yeah, he's changing so for the next part he decides to be a little bit more moody he gazed out into the night sky and he flew into it taking off his armor showing off his creepy skeleton head and started (laughs) obsessing over the view that he could see so the soft music comes in it's setting the mood and i think he is having a very emotional monologue about taking over the world, about going on a quest. Uh-huh. And yeah, just genuinely being very moody in this situation. Okay. I mean, he's stuck in a game. Like, shouldn't he be thinking about how to get out of it? <laughs> what do you mean, Katie? That scene is literally what he's doing here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I thought he wanted to like take over the game. Like, I want to win this game and be in charge here. No, 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 no. So he is, he says that out loud because yeah. he has the other NPC with him and he doesn't want to like break character or make them doubt anything about him but in his mind he's like oh if i take over the world then i'll be able to like spread the name of the guild and they were a pretty famous guild so maybe there's other players 
and then they can like find a way to get back together or at least you know find out what the hell's going on ah okay Momongo goes around handing out some rings to his beloved guardians and at the end of the episode a mystery person appears and he states his intention to attack the following morning hmm the plot thickens yeah it does overall i am a little bit disappointed with episode two because there's not much of a storyline going on i think it's still very much focused on the fact that momonga is very godlike and is well respected there are people who criticize mm-hmm. overlord for its pacing there are just like episodes where there is nothing going on just a lot of either sometimes it's setting stuff up but it's not an interesting way of setting it up and so nothing is you're just watching a bunch of people like talk and do stuff and you're like oh what's going on and then something awesome happens and when it gets going overlord is just overpowered mc greatness it's like people who love power mm-hmm. trips um just it just feels good because it's just so like insane sometimes on what he does and as i said initially in the previous episode this is a darker anime and they do some dark stuff later on and he's like oh (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) uh i had a feeling that this might have happened uh with episode two and three i didn't think about it because, yeah, nothing does happen, I think. Hey, maybe I should have made you watch more episodes. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, speaking of episode three, this is the episode where we see a bunch of soldiers riding through the forest. And I have no idea whether they are NPCs or players that are also stuck in the game. At the same time, Momongo is working on the mirror of remote viewing so that he could secure the area of surrounding. He then sees men killing villagers and he's watching this violence calmly and decides to leave them as they be. Momongo still decides to teleport and saves the villagers. He tested his powers and ability on these men and killed them without any sense of guilt or remorse. He then tries to make an undead character by resonating a dead body. He then sends the Death Knight to kill all of the soldiers in the village. So he doesn't just randomly decide to go save him. He has the flashback of one of his friends, uh, the hero of justice, touch me, son. Oh, right, um, okay. Yeah, just a ray of positivity, that dude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it refers to like why there, there was a need for non-human avatars as a condition for the guild. Because apparently they, they were getting picked on in the gaming days. Uh, so yeah, he just gets that sense of like hero of justice and decides to go save him. But, you know, something's happening at least. <laughs> it took it three episodes. <laughs> so Alberto appears in an armor as Momonga tries to take over the human's trust and treats them with healing potions. He demonstrates the spell he could cast and protects the human mother and daughter. So, yeah, I guess that he just wants to show them that he is a good person. Mm -hmm. We see the Death Knight threatening the army and slicing them down one by one in the most epic blood-filled way. He, like, stabs the soldier multiple (laughs) times. And, yeah, the soldier just takes a stab and just continues to ask for help. And no one was responding to him, obviously. It was pretty bloody and gory. Uh, But, yeah, the soldiers do not stand a chance. Not even one bit. Mm -hmm. Lord Momonga calls himself Aisugon? I couldn't quite catch that. But he descended from the sky and tells the soldiers to remember his name. Yeah, so uh, 
Definitely. I mean, if I wouldn't have known what this is either. I don't know if this is uh-huh. an in-world reference, um, but it's Ein's Ulgon. Okay. Um, and it's the name of the guild. So, you know the scene where um, he was in the sky doing stuff and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. thinking and reminiscing? I'm oh, not reminiscing, sorry, but, like, oh, what should I do? And it's like, conquer the world and all this stuff. Yeah, he decides to use the name of the guild instead because it was famous. And sure, maybe someone who, like, leads the guild is also well-known, but just more people know the guild name than the actual individual, you know? So everyone uh... knows who the president of the United States is, but... If you go president of like a different country, you don't know the guy's name. But mm-hmm, if you were told, mm-hmm. oh, this guy is calling himself president of Brazil or something, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's important, you know? So that's why he changes his name. And plus, Momonga is just too cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. So the villagers slowly started to trust him because of his powers. He quickly learned about the regime, the different empires, and the ongoing battles. So that's pretty much the episode three wrap up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was pretty bored at this point. I just have to say, yeah, not much has happened. I think it's just really setting up the premise, yeah. um, showing what kind of character Momonga is as well. Yeah. He's a good person, kind at heart, but he also wants to portray this really powerful, all-knowing God that everyone else sees him as. That's unfortunate. Uh, to be fair, the original work hasn't done itself um, any justice. It was uh, originally a light novel, so like a serialized book novel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually sold over 12 million copies according to like Wikipedia. So it's it's really popular in Japan. But maybe the first three episodes just weren't the best thing to, to base your um, review off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, hopefully, like there were some mis- like good mystery points, I'm assuming that like intrigued you but it was just the way it was unfolding wasn't too good yeah yeah and one thing that really ticked me off was the background music that played when um the characters were talking do you i don't know if you remember <laughs> but the music itself is very slow and soft it just makes me feel sleepy it just makes the whole conversation a bit really boring yeah it's going for like a slow burn kind of thing you know just like slow burn yeah. mystery what's going on kind of thing scheming uh, a bit too slow too uh, slow but yeah you're right i think the pacing could be a bit better okay mm. uh interesting all right so that's the three episodes for overlord yeah um mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like i need to ask what you disliked about this series <laughs> <laughs> i've already told you everything <laughs> yeah but what did you like this was anything good about the series that like pulled towards you i think the first 10 minutes i really enjoyed the fact that he was in a game mm-hmm. and then he was just communicating to another character as well the slime guy and just setting up that yep. premise where you know you could walk around make commands and change traits of npcs i really like that aspect i do want to like specify yeah with uh with this title it's the most fantasy one out of the three that you've watched oh sorry four that you've watched already so the characters were actually i think the most anime-ish i think in this series Uh uh-huh okay did you what did you think about like the character designs there's really just one character momonga right well there's the order npcs as well yeah how were the characters designed i guess it's just like any other anime character uh well, I'm only saying because, you know, you haven't... The, the, the four animes that you've watched so far, two of them are set in, like, real life. 
and they're ones set in the fantasy world, but they're pretty, you know, the clothes they're wearing are pretty normal as well for an alchemist. But then this one is just like each character is like really personalized, like characteristic look wise. Right. Yeah. And then I got offended. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Good to know. So, um,. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Final overall reaction question, review question. Uh, would you think of continuing Overlord privately? Hmm. I would not. I don't think I will continue it because I think that I wouldn't mind watching some clips as to how it develops because I did hear about there's yeah. epic scenes towards the later parts of the episodes. So I'd be interested to see how epic they get. But... For me to sit down and continue, maybe yeah. not. Nah, doesn't hurt to try to ask that question. Uh, yeah, that's uh, about what I expected. Oh, <laughs> hearing I'm um, hearing your review throughout the episode, but um, okay, guess uh, Overlord isn't isn't your cup of tea. But we'll, uh, next time we'll come around to Isakai again. We'll see mm-hmm. what what you think about the genre but yeah now it's time for the assessment questions okay hopefully you've been paying attention <laughs> <laughs> have you been paying attention all right here we go question number one mm-hmm. so during the scene where momonga is playing around with alberto's context script and then near the very end it does the oh she is like very strict and like proper about like her work and everything but then she is a bitch or a slut. And then Momonga's like, oh man, of course, uh, I forgot the name of the guy yeah. who created her, but of course he did this. He loves um, this contrasting personality thing. Yep. But there's an actual term for it. I don't know why they didn't use it in English. Maybe it just doesn't exist back then. But there's a specific term in anime to describe uh, a person who has contrasting like personality traits and i want you to try and guess what that term is <laughs> what how the fuck would i supposed to know is it in english or japanese um so it's a japanese term yep. but it uses english and then it uses another word that weebs use um, weebs or people that love anime um and i know that you know what this word is so that's why i'm kind of like it's a it's a hard one but you know good good bit of uh mm, trivia for you there as well controversial mm. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta think about the contrasting um personality so something to show like the difference black and white or I don't know, gray. I don't know, maybe a color. A color? Oh, uh, okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like a black and white personality. Is yeah, what you're or thinking. like a gray yeah. personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black or white, or like gray, because you're like a bit more in the middle. You you're a bit mm. of both, or you could be like both black and white. So you can be really extreme with both ends. But yeah, maybe uh. maybe a color. Okay, that's interesting. I actually really like the um, the thought pattern of using color to try and like express the contrast. That's okay, pretty good. Thank you. Um, so the Japanese term for this, unfortunately, it's incorrect. But the Japanese <laughs> term, <laughs> uh, the Japanese term to describe 
people with this contrasting personality trait is called a gap moe. <laughs> a gap moe. Yeah. I, okay, moe you mentioned before is like a fire. Yeah, like that that feeling of like warm and fuzzy. Just makes you feel something that you find kind of like cute sometimes maybe or like yeah. But then, so this is obviously used for people with a personality trait that you find cute. And the personality trait is that they have a gap or like there's like a difference between two points in their personality. So it's called a gap moe. Okay. Very interesting, but very, very uncommon knowledge, I think. It's kind of like, imagine like there's a like bad or like delinquent student. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he like everyone's like, oh, you got to watch out for him. He's like a really bad guy. But then like after school or something, you see him taking care of like stray cats, and you're like, oh, he's such a good. Person. Oh right, right, right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that's a gap moment. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I really like the use of colors to try and describe the the difference or the gap moment there. So I give you maybe because you still got it wrong um and I, I was hoping you you might catch on to like the moe word because i said you knew this exact you knew this weeb word um so i'll give you i'll give you a six out of ten not bad yeah which is pass yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty 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 good um it is a pass all right so question number two during your review you did mention a scene where the main character lists off a bunch of names and he goes through them. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, I want you to give you all go. Give it a stab. Oh, in reading them? Yeah, in reading them. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you want me to read them in English or in Japanese accent? Well, I mean, just try and read them as as good as you can. I just want to see you try and read that scene. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Oh, this is a good one. My gosh. Like, I shouldn't have criticized them so hard. So yeah, I've read out a list of names for you. (laughs) Okay, I deserve this. I'll give you as much time as you want to like redo them in your head, but I'm not mm-hmm. gonna let you pronounce them until like you only get one chance to pronounce them. And it's just one go, one take. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. Okay, I'm okay. ready. Go for it. Okay, touch me, Shizuten Shizaku, Akoro Mochi Mochi, Hiro Hiro, Pororo Chino, Buku Buku Changama, Tabula Samagadia. Warrior Takemikatsuji, Variable Talisman, Jinjiro. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Oh, that was good. You um, you said some. I'm amazed you said oh, some yeah, pretty yeah. well. And some, then some, yeah, some you, you did sound like yeah. just a guy with dementia <laughs> rambling on. I know, I know. Hey, can you do that as well? I want to hear you read it. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Cool, cool, cool. So here we go. Touch me. シジュウテンスザクアンコロモチモチヘロヘロペロロンチーノボクボクチャガマタビラサマンディンガウォーリアタケミカズチベリブルタラズマンゲンジロオッケースライトリベターオッケーオッケーオッケーオッケーオッ
Shijuten, Suzaku, and Ankoro Mochi Mochi. You did pretty good with those ones. <laughs> it's so cute though. Because like, I mean, I get it. Those are like gaming names that people just make up on the fly. So that's why they sound so funny as well. Like, Boku Boku Changama. Like that, <laughs> that was like a what? But yeah, it's so funny to read them out. Yeah. But uh, nice. Very good. I think you did... Uh, uh, now I'm kind of like doubting my first score because I think this one was pretty much an 8 out of 10. Actually, are there 10 names here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Oh, they are 10, so I can just actually rate you for each <laughs> single one. One by one. Yeah, because yep. I'll give you an 8 out of 10. I think you did pretty good. Okay. Um, you really mm-hmm. stumbled on Buku Buku Chagama. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said Genjiro, which is just not being able to read a G. <laughs> Sometimes Gen can be pronounced J E N, like generation. You don't you don't say generation. You say generation. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, English is a funny language. Mm, it is. I didn't think about that. Um, but yeah, I'll give you an eight out of ten there. So six okay. out of ten, eight out of ten. Um, using my powers of weirdness, I think you have gained about 20%, mm-hmm. 30%, sorry, in mm-hmm. um, EXP. Uh, so I believe you had 20% last time. I might need to check up on that next episode. So you're mm-hmm. you're halfway to leveling again. Okay, so you'll awesome. probably be there before episode 10, I think, nice. for um, level 2. And yeah, you'll have a new pool of talents or perks to pick from. <laughs> good, good. And good. we'll see how your path as a weeb is forged. <laughs> how exciting. I guess that's it for today's episode. Yep. Lots of new knowledge as well, because I think I learned a lot from like Japanese culture, the way things are portrayed and a little bit on translation as well, like dubbing versus subbing. There's definitely a difference. Yeah, definitely. You are... Uh, you'll definitely get more of that as we continue on. But uh, yeah, Overlord mm-hmm. is definitely uh, anime culture heavy just because of the medium it came out in, which is a light novel. Mm-hmm. You'll hopefully be able to like pull points from here. If you ever do pick someone as a gap moe um, in future episodes, I'll give you like extra XP or something. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> And that's it. That's a wrap. So thanks for listening, everyone. We shall see you at the next episode. Bye.